0: We have a joint bank account, and there are some people who are for this and others who are strongly against it. Either way, you still need to be able to talk to your spouse or partner about finances so that you can work together to reach your goals. But how do you talk about this topic that can cause so much tension?
1: Let's make green together. Let's make green together. Let's make
0: green together. Let's make green together. Welcome to Black and Brown Made Green. I am Natasha and I'm joined by my co host and husband, Damien. Damien, say hello to the peeps.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Today, we are talking about managing your finances as a couple. And our management of our finances has seen a couple of different iterations. And it's based on where we were in our relationship at the time. Sometimes we have had completely individual accounts. Sometimes we've had a joint account and individual accounts. And we've also had just a joint account. And so how we've managed our finances has changed over time. But in order to get to the point where we could talk about managing our finances, we had to first just talk about money. And I think a lot of couples struggle with just that. Because it can be hard to talk about money. It can be a hard subject to bring up. And that's where we want to start today. How do you break the ice to talk about finances as a couple? Right.
1: And for us, Natasha and I have been married for six years, but we've been together for 13 years. And what I want to do is I want to rewind all the way back to year one and talk about that first instance where... We brought up money, our money mindset, basically. And the the way that it happened was I was driving to work one day and I drove past a billboard. And the billboard was for a credit union, a local credit union, that was advertising a high-yield checking account with an APY of 5.01%. That's 5.01%.
0: And that's a very high yield that you could earn on any account right and to earn that on a checking account was a really good deal right and and here's an example of how you know it was a really good deal i just saw that paypal is going to start offering a high yield account and the apy on their high yield account is going to be 0.4 percent
1: right so that's an order of magnitude lower
0: compared to that offer that we saw, that 5.01%, that's a very big difference, 0.4% versus 5.01%.
1: Yeah, they don't make them like that anymore, but I drove past that billboard, I saw that advertisement, I thought about it for the entire day, and then I go back home, and then I bring the subject to Natasha and tell her, like, I'm thinking about joining this credit union, I think you should join too and that was that was atypical for our relationship because you know we're both doing our own thing we both have our own ideas and our own money that we're that we're earning
0: yeah that was very early in the relationship right and i think a lot of people don't bring up finances that early but you saw a good deal and for whatever reason you thought that you should bring it to me and honestly i'm glad that you did because i was able to open an account with that credit union as well and earned more money than I ever could have by staying at the bank that I was at before I, I switched to the credit union.
1: Right, but it wasn't for just whatever reason. It was because on our second date, you invited me to to walk around the mall, mm-hmm. which was atypical for me because you know the, the dates I'd been on previously had all consisted of something where you'd go and spend money.
0: So me inviting you to the mall made you say, oh, let me tell her about this credit union. Yeah,
1: because I I spotted the same sort of money mindset, you know, the foundations of it in you. I saw that we're on the same, you know, we're on the same wavelength. And it made me want to bring it up because I saw a good deal. And it was such a good deal that I was like, I'm going to definitely do this. And I think you should do it too.
0: So tell me a little bit more. How did you know we were on the same wavelength?
1: Well, when you asked me to go to the mall, it wasn't going to the movies or going to a restaurant or, you know, going bowling or whatever, right? Like something where you have to spend money. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to go walk around the mall and get to know me, <laughs> which is like the purpose of the date, right? Yeah. But, you know, like every every time it's sort of defocused and you focus on the, the activity that you're doing, mm-hmm. right? Like movies are the worst because you're just watching other people talk. So it was special to me because you were talking about going to the mall and, and walking. We didn't buy anything.
0: So you saw that money mindset early on that I wasn't too high maintenance.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, I could see that Natasha is very similar to the way that I am. And I appreciated that. And it made me open up and be trans. It made me want to be transparent. Yeah. So, so you I s- was,
0: you saw that I was conscious about money And that made it okay for you to talk to me about that credit union. And so for us, it was very easy to get the conversation started because we had pretty similar interests in relation to money and pretty similar backgrounds in how we handle money and what we saw our parents doing with handling their money. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of an easy transition, but that's really not the case for most people. Right. Most people they they don't have an easy time talking about money. They don't even talk about money to their parents. So right. when it comes to talking to their partner about money, it's just as difficult, if not even more difficult. And right. I think sometimes we want to jump in to talk about money right away. Yeah. When we bring up the conversation. Hey, what's your FICO score? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, I saw before, about some ladies saying, oh, well, I ask him on the first date, what, what's your credit score? Because if his credit score isn't over this much, then uh-uh, we're we not going anywhere. <laughs> but you can't start with the credit score. Yeah. You can't start there. Like, that's a turnoff. Nobody wants to reveal all of their information at the beginning. Right. I think to break the ice, you should start with goals.
1: Goals. Yeah, that's good.
0: You start with your goals. What is it that you want out of life?
1: Yeah, because that's like the future tense.
0: Yeah, and, and it's also, it's it's not causing any pressure. Yeah. Like, the, it doesn't cause a judgment most of the time. Right. You're not going to be judged on you sharing your goals with somebody. hmm But if you talk about, oh, well, I have $30,000 of student loan debt, then somebody might judge you for that. Right. Or my credit score is 500 right now. You might get judged by that.
1: Yeah, I'm not along for
0: that ride. And 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 so that's why I say I would not necessarily start with that conversation. I would start with my goals and, and our or our goals, rather, not my goals, but our goals. What type of vacations do you want to take? Yeah. Do you want to travel domestically or do you want to travel internationally? Yeah. Do you want to take one vacation a year or do you want to take two or three? Right. Or one every couple of years. Talk about all the different goals that you might have. What kind of house do you want to live in? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to rent a house? Mm -hmm. And I think if you start with those questions, then that can create a path to get to talking about money.
1: Yeah, because money is one angle of this, but relationships are more than just money. And working together in a relationship towards common goals is the important aspect of it. Regardless of where each of you all are, if you accept it, and accept the fact that they're here and you want to be there, you can both go there together.
0: Yeah. And so if you start with those goals, then you can see how aligned are you with your goals? And is there a way for you to start working towards those goals together? If, if you're really wanting to be in a committed relationship with this person, then you can start devising a plan to reach those goals. And you start there. And then you can get to the money part because all of those different goals that I talked about earlier, where do you want to live? What kind of vacations do you want to take? It takes money to do that stuff. Right. But you don't have to talk about the money first. You can talk about what is it that I'm trying to achieve. And then once you are open and you feel good to have Mm -hmm. that conversation with each other, then you can talk about, okay, well, how can we get this? Right. And that's when the money conversations come in.
1: Right. And our money conversation started with that credit union discussion. But there were some things that we sort of had to, to figure out along the way. For example, how do you handle finances when dating? You know, like, how do you talk about that? What are the things that you talk about?
0: Yeah, for us, when we were dating, we had to jump into talking about finances because at one point we decided, let's go ahead and live together. And when you move in with somebody the money conversation comes to the forefront right and so you have to talk about it and a lot of people in my neighborhood they like to say oh y'all were shacking up we were shacking up (laughs) other people call it cohabitating. cohabitating but whatever you want to call it we were living in the same house we decided to live in the same house and
1: we weren't married
0: and at that point we still had very individual finances. Damien had his thing and I had my thing. Everything was separate. Mm-hmm. And so when we decided to live together, we had to have a conversation about that. And we decided to split everything 50-50.
1: Yeah, like roommates.
0: Yeah, it was much more of a roommate situation than uh, we're working towards our goals together. It was still you're you, I'm me, we're doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. We live in the same house together, but we still have our separate stuff. And so we split the bills 50-50. But the one thing that we did was we opened a joint account together. Right. And so in that joint account, we would transfer our half of the rent and the bills into that joint account and then pay all of the bills from that joint account.
1: Right. And eventually, over time, I am in the STEM field. I'm a, I'm a software engineer. And my salary ends up doubling what Natasha was making at the time. So I brought it to the table. Like, I don't think that's right. You know, like, you know, I'm making this much more and you're still paying half. I don't think that's how it should be. Mm -hmm. So what I proposed was that we split all the bills proportionally. And what that means for us, for our specific instance, is that I paid two thirds of the bills, all of them. You paid one third of the bills. And you know, we call it like that, and that's fair.
0: Yeah, we started we started with splitting 50 fifty, and then we moved to more of a proportional split. right. and it it changed based on where we were in our relationship.
1: yeah, we're we're a little more serious then.
0: Because, yeah. Because if we weren't getting to a more serious point, then we probably would have kept it at 50-50, like we're roommates. But because we were moving towards something more than just the roommate status, that's when we decided to split it up more to start working towards financial goals together.
1: Right, and it takes transparency to move to that point because you don't just get there without constantly thinking about, okay, where are we? How are we going to approach these shared concerns? And move forward like into our future that we plan on having.
0: Mm -hmm. And at that point, we decided that we were going to be together. And one of the goals that we had was to purchase a house. And once we started to split the bills proportionately, then we also started saving for a house. Now, mind you, we're still at the point where we are not married. Mm-hmm. And so we still have our individual accounts as well. We have the joint account where we're paying the bills and everything, putting our portion of the bills into the joint account. But everything else is separate. All of our finances are still separate. But we were still working together toward saving for this big goal of b- purchasing a house.
1: Right. Because not only were we not married, we hadn't really... Even talked about it. But I knew that you were the jelly to my jam, so.
0: (laughs) Yes. And once we got married, then our situation changed again. The way that we managed our finances changed again. And at that point, we decided to have one joint account. Right. And for us, having one joint account works really well. But I know that for some couples, it doesn't work. Right. For us, it works because we are both savers. We're more savers. We're not big spenders. Although when we do spend, we value quality.
1: Yeah. It's like the buy it for life sort of mentality.
0: Yeah. So it's not that we are cheap or anything, because if we buy something, it's going to be a nice thing. It's just that we're going to think a little bit more before we do make a purchase. And so for us, because we have such similar approaches to money, it is a good thing for us to have joint finances. And because of how we manage them, I'm more of the numbers person. I check in on the specific numbers, and Damien looks over time at the graphs of of things, and I'm looking more day-to-day. We're able to look over our finances separately and Mm -hmm. see if we're on track still.
1: Right. But do it in a way that fits our, our goal. So we have that North Star, and we both work toward it together.
0: Yeah. So... Having a joint account is one way that you can manage your finances, but that may not be appropriate for everyone. It works for us, but it may not be appropriate for everyone because there are many couples that aren't getting married. There are couples that just have very different approaches to money. And so in that situation, other people may want to consider having those individual accounts like we once had and then having a shared account where you're working on your savings goals. By contributing to a shared account to to save or to pay bills or whatever it is that you're you're working towards. I think the most important thing is that you are working towards common goals. And if you want to work towards these common financial goals as a couple, there are some things that you want to consider and some conversations that you want to have. And one of the things we already talked about was just talk about your goals. I want to talk about your goals. And then you also might want to talk about debt.
1: Yeah. Like, for example, if you have debt from a loan for college or for a car or, you know, whatever, whatever debt you may carry, you know, you want to be open with that and reveal that.
0: Yeah. And on the flip side of that, you want to talk about your income.
1: Yeah. Which is which is hard because, you know, like typically you think I should be making more or I don't want her to make more or he to make more.
0: Yeah, it can be kind of a, 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 it's a tense moment. Yeah, like you're challenging each other, yeah, exactly. you're competing, and it shouldn't be a competition, revealing yeah. your income, especially to your partner. Yeah, that's how you guys can work together.
1: Exactly. It's not
0: to compete. And if one person makes more than the other, it should be a celebration, right? rather than a competition. And then you also want to consider the assets that you are both bringing to the table. Mm -hmm. So what type of savings do you have? Do you have an emergency fund? Do you have a retirement fund? And then going further to talk about what type of investor are you? So we talked about retirement funds. So are you investing in a retirement fund? And are you investing in other things like a... Real estate, or do you want to invest in real estate? Right. Um, what kind of investment risks do you want to take?
1: Yeah, and you need to be open and honest with all those things because you can't move forward if the other person can't understand where you're coming from or where you intend to be. Right. Like it's it's part of that shared. Common goal, that North Star that you should aim for.
0: Yeah. So if you are trying to join your finances, get to some common ground as a couple, talk through things so that you can manage your finances together, these are some of the things you should talk about and realize that it's an ongoing conversation. Yeah. It's not something that you need to sit and have one big, long conversation with all these 20 questions. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be like that. You can just talk about things one at a time and then grow from there.
1: Yeah. Put it on your calendar. Have your monthly check-ins, your quarterly check-ins, you know, do it periodically. Make sure you revisit it.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I would say would be don't feel bad if you haven't had these conversations. If you are 10 years into your marriage and you're thinking, oh, I don't, I don't know this information about my partner. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he makes. I don't know what he has in his account. I wouldn't feel bad about it. Take that as an opportunity to start now.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So that you can get more on the same page and you can really start working towards those goals together.
1: Yeah, because there's no better time than now to move forward with life. And, you you know, it's much easier to do it together if you're with somebody.
0: Yeah. And we know this can be a tense topic among couples, but you have to talk about it in order to find out what works for you. Right. And some of you are going to end up being... On team joint, and y'all are like, we going on the joint account. Yeah, and some of you are going to be team independent, right? Where you're going to keep some things separate, but you're still going to be working together. And we want to know what are you. So tag us on Instagram, let us know we are Black and Brown Make Green on Instagram, or send us an email at info at blackandbrownmakegreen dot com and let us know what what do you feel. Do you think that people should have joint accounts, or do you think they should have independent accounts? If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with a friend, join us for the next one, and Let's Make Green Together.
1: Let's make green together. Let's make green together. Let's make green together. Let's make green together.